That is a bongizi we mabanda. Ah, the sky, Jigeleza. And before that, Mikasa, Mamela. Hey, I was dancing. I was dancing uh, since we started these big fat juices. It's 13 minutes after nine. And uh, here on uh, Jet Set Breakfast, so we still want to play your big fat juices. Send those WhatsApps to 0614104107 or SMS41391. We still have an hour to, well, less than an hour, about uh, 45 minutes or so. And and um, we also want to play some of your messages of hope and well wishes. Send us voice notes for 2023 on 0614104107. Right now, we're joined by Paula Quincy, who's a relationship expert and author. Paula is going to be helping us uh, to navigate New Year's resolutions and successfully Stick to them if you have made your resolutions. Hey, tell me, what resolutions have you made? Or are you like me, just like giving it in to the universe, giving it in to the ether so that things can happen organically? If you have made resolutions, you can call in and share 086-000-2032 or you can WhatsApp on 0614104107. Paula, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Hi, Patricia. Happy New Year to you and the listeners. Well, a good start to this season for you too. Paula, is it realistic for us in this day and age, especially if you've been one that has made resolutions, never stuck to them, to still be making them? Well, probably not if you've never stuck to them. (laughs) (laughs) But we keep doing it to ourselves. Come the second week of February, we've forgotten about them. Absolutely. And I think that's part of the reason in terms of what trips us up is, you know, we've been conditioned to think that the start of the new year, we have to set New Year's resolutions for ourselves. And that's not necessarily true. You don't have to wait for the new year to start something new or to stop doing something that is no longer serving you positively. Very true. So what sets, uh, what sets uh, the, the, the background tone for individuals who set uh, news resolutions for themselves? What is the, the motivation behind setting these goals? I think for a lot of people, it's about things that they want to achieve or accomplish in terms of goals. Usually the beginning of the year, the trend is always around health and fitness and going back to the gym. But for other people, you know, they can set professional goals as well as personal goals. Um, For some people, they may want to study more. They may want to get a promotion. They may want to um, enhance and upskill themselves or get a new job in, in the new year. Whereas I think the the most important thing behind whatever you choose to do is your intention behind it. Why do you want to accomplish this goal or set this goal for yourself? And then more importantly, what action steps are you going to put in place to set yourself up for success and follow through to actually achieve the goal that you've set for yourself? Some goals seem too big. You know, they say it takes one step uh, to be able to make it to the top of the flight of the stairs, but it's a step-by-step approach. So if you set a very big goal for yourself, are you setting yourself up for failure if you don't have a plan to execute it? Definitely. Um, You know, big goals or even little goals takes some planning and and some intentionality. And that's where the best way to do it is sit down and break it down into smaller, much more achievable goals that you can 
tick off as you go. And that also helps you to track and measure your progress along the way and that you are actually making progress and you are achieving things. Because big goals can appear overwhelming if they are huge. And you know, also the timeline that we set for ourselves needs to be a realistic when it comes to setting goals for ourselves too. Okay. Let's maybe go through some tips, you know, uh, based on consumer and psychology research that can help us to succeed this year. So first of all, I think it's understanding what is this goal going to do for you? How is it going to make you feel? What is it going to do for you? Because that's where our motivation and our drive comes from. The goal itself is just the vehicle to get to ultimately what we want, which is the feelings and the emotions behind achieving that goal. So first of all, understand why do you want this goal? What is it going to do for you? How is it going to make you feel? And then what is your time frame? Are you setting a realistic time frame for yourself? You can't go to gym and in the first week expect to lose 10 kgs. That's highly unrealistic. So be realistic and, and that will help you set yourself up for success. And then break it down into smaller, more manageable chunks, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, and get yourself an accountability partner. Now, that doesn't mean someone has to do the goal with you, but someone that can help hold you accountable, especially on those days when motivation may be low. And then lastly, celebrate your successes, the small little wins along the way, because that helps to keep your motivation going in that you are making progress and you are accomplishing things no matter how small they may be. Now, there's one thing I've seen, especially with people who are trying to lose weight as part of their resolution or trying to gain weight, they will buy themselves uh, an outfit that is maybe three sizes too small (laughs) and, you know, keep fitting that to track themselves. Is this healthy or does this put more pressure on you, especially if your goal is just so far-fetched? I think it could add pressure and it could end up potentially demotivating you in that it can seem too big a task to achieve. I would rather say follow through on your goal and and whatever your weight goal is and at the end of it, then go buy yourself that outfit. But to buy it and have it hanging up in the cupboard, it's potentially going to just add additional pressure and stress to you. But you know, also people are different and different things motivate different people. So you've got to understand what motivates you and what incentives you can put in place to help yourself succeed. Now, when we are setting goals, uh, you talked about an accountability partner. If you are one that doesn't have an accountability partner, are there any apps or um, uh, professional services that can help us uh, for accountability? Absolutely. So depending on what your goal is, so if it's a health and fitness goal, for example, joining the gym, uh, getting a personal trainer, going to a dietitian, those kind of things, that that can be forms of accountability partners. Simply telling people what your goal is can be a form of accountability because every time people see you, they're going to ask you, how's the goal going? How how far are you? Um, Have you achieved anything? And and that's another way of, of people holding you accountable is putting it out there into the public space. You can also get a, um, a professional to help you in terms of you know, a, a coach, um, a mentor, a role model, or someone that you look up to that inspires you to help you keep accountable um, in terms of achieving your goal. And then you do get apps that can help you track your goals um, so you can map them out. 
um, mind maps, Trello, for example, some, some forms of apps that can help you with tracking your progress and your goals. Now, uh, as a relationship coach or relationship expert, uh, what are some of the goals that people usually put out for their relationships, especially those in long-term relationships? The most common one that comes up is, you know, this year we're going to spend more quality time together. We're going to find more balance when it comes to work and personal life. We're going to do things like date nights, and we're also going to go away more regularly together and have quality time together. And so what I would suggest for couples is sit down together right, you know, now early in the year and plan your year. Plan around, so if you have children, plan around the school holidays. If you don't have children, plan the weekends or, or the holidays that you want to take in terms of shorter breaks where you can spend quality time together. And I think, you know, be kind to yourselves in that it's okay to say no to other people and social situations and social occasions. You don't always have to accept every invite that comes your way. I think the planning is very important for for the family, for finances, for your goals, and for single people. Some might be planning on getting married this year. Uh, how do they execute that? So weddings and planning weddings can be one of the most stressful times for couples. Um, because, you know, this is where you have to learn each other's differences and likes and preferences, but then also trying to um, manage the expectations of families on either side and what fits in with your budget. So if you feel that this may be a challenging time for you, then find someone like a wedding planner or an event planner that can help you sit down and work things out according to your budget and what it is that you would like for your special day. Excellent. Uh, tell us about uh, the books that you've written, Paula, and where we can uh, get in touch with them. Absolutely. So embracing conflict is how to embrace conflict and not necessarily see it as an uncomfortable, awkward thing, but that actually conflict is growth trying to happen. And then embracing no is how to say no and be okay with it. And that um, it doesn't make us a bad person and we don't have to feel guilty for saying no to other things. When you can find them, them yeah? yeah, you can find them on Amazon and you can find them on my website, paulaquinzy.com. Thank you very much for joining us, Paula, to a great uh, next couple of months for you. Thank you, and to you and the listeners too. SAFM 104.